Welcome back to Shooky Footy Lights. We got another episode for you guys today, and you know it's a bit of a bit of an early time to do one of these. But we've got our projected New South Wales and Queensland Origin teams after one game. After one game, we decided you know we'll put our hot takes together to deliver you guys an absolute banger of an episode. So, I mean, we should probably crack into this in a second. But Jared, how are we doing, bro? Doing good, doing good. I just want to emphasize that this is our. 17s, not what we think will happen and not what Fittler and Slater are going to pick. It's just our yeah. personal opinion on yeah. if we were the coach, we would pick this team. Um, but yeah, one game, overreacting, and we'll get into a few more overreactions later when we go through my super coach team. Yeah, bro. As as quickly touch on the super coach, this guy made like four trades already. Oh, three. Bro, I, I panicked. Like, I, I made the cardinal sin of panicking in Supercoach my first year you, you, you can give me a break but uh, Idiot, bro. I've made three trades uh, which I think will work out long term but it certainly didn't work for this round we'll, anyway we'll get into that later that'll be later so make sure you guys stick around for that one but so I want to just quickly address the criteria behind these origin teams they are as Jared said before they are our Selections. They're our picks. It is our strategy. What we think is going to be the best look for New South Wales or Queensland. If we were the coach, this is exactly what we all pick. So that's basically how we're going about it. It's not even our predicted teams either. Like we think, we don't think that this team will get picked. It's just what we think, if we were the coach, would look best in the New South yeah. Wales or Queensland outfit. That's it. That's it. So, re- yeah. No, you go. There's really not much else to say. Um, I think we'll run through... you want to run through New South Wales or Queensland first? I reckon we'll run through Queensland first. Okay. Just because I think New South Wales will head into the series favourites just because they've got all their star players, yep. uh, barring any injuries. Yep. But um, I'm happy to start with my Queensland fullback. Yeah. Now, oh, go there's on. a few options you can go with, but I've stuck with Kalen Ponga, even though he's playing six most of this season, or the whole season. Well, they do They do have a, a lot of options this year. They've they got um, Reese Walsh, obviously, now at the Broncos. They've got AJ Brimson, Kalen Ponga, like you mentioned. Hammer if you think yeah. the Dolphins are yep. going to make the eight. Don't know why, but anyway... <sighs> So, take us through your pick. Kalen Ponga, obviously, game-changer in Game 3 last year. Won them the game, won them the series. Or oh, Ben Hunt won them the series, but Ponga yeah. had a huge effort. Uh, I think Brimson at fullback at the Titans will really improve and will go back to what he was kind of 2021 uh, time. Uh, Walsh will definitely improve on the Broncos, but I just think Ponga has... Oh, I don't want to say that X-factor because the other guys have that too, but... He's got the experience and he's done it in big games before, regardless of whether he's shown up for Newcastle or not. I think the only thing putting a damper on him getting picked at one is the fact that he'll play 5'8 this year and will adapt to that position. But uh, I still think he'll be the best the best option for Queensland going forward. I've gone away from Ponga. Yeah. I've gone AJ Brimson, a fullback. Yeah, I don't mind that. I just, I just think... It would benefit Ponga as well if they were to not pick him at fullback because I think it's really going to affect his club and state representation if he keeps flicking between different positions. Yep. And we we do see it a lot with people like Ben Hunt, obviously Matt Burns playing the centre. 
You want to count Gutho in that? One as well. Latrell, yep. Turbo. Jake even plays prop. I mean, he's playing prop this year, but he's normally yep. the third name. So whichever way you're going to <coughs> want to go about it. But, yeah, I think for me, Brimo, he's, he's the quickest of the bunch. And I think he has the ability to come up with the big play. Um, not necessarily the smartest play all the time, yep. but he's willing to uh, try something and try his hand. I feel like sometimes Ponga can back 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 a bit. And yes, you got Munster and DCE and Hunt and Grant and all these kind of players. But I feel like at some point you have to step up. And yes, he did do that by scoring that try uh, last year. But I think Brimo's younger. Uh, he's playing fullback for a full season now. And I just think, for me, he makes the most sense going forward, especially with the way I've picked my team. Yeah, no, I, I definitely can't knock it. I was probably 60-40 to Ponga over Brimson, so it, it wasn't like I was just uh, counting Brimson out. I definitely think he's a chance of getting picked this year, especially if the Titans are doing well and they've got a bit of an easy draw to start the year, so it, it definitely could happen. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just went with the experience of Ponga. I mean, I get it. He's been in the Origin Arena more times than Brimson has, obviously, so I'm not against it. I just think I'd really like to see Brimo get his shot to... And look, if he doesn't work in Game 1, sure, I'll just slot Ponga straight back in there. Yeah. Um, and I know Ponga is more experienced, but he, he apart from last year, obviously hasn't necessarily shown us that he's a, a cement locked in pick yep. a concrete pick uh, for fullback every year like the Slaters have been and the Tedescos have been for their states right so yeah I just want to see what Bruno's got to offer on the Origin Arena I feel like against the tired forwards Ponga relies on his step a bit more for his space whereas Bruno is just light and quick like, I reckon he'd be the far, he'd be the, he'd be the fastest player yeah easily on the Queensland team he'd be the fastest player quicker than Cobbo for sure yeah so, yeah, I'm leaning towards Brimo just because I like a lot of pace at the back. And I feel like if Queensland lacked anything last year, I feel like it was a bit of pace because New South Wales have tons of it. Yep. All right. No, I'm happy happy to move on on that and get onto my wingers. Now, uh, my left winger on the left-hand side is going to be Murray Talongi. And on the right, I've gone Selwyn Cobbo. See, I've gone the same, but... I was definitely considering Oats. I was considering Oats too. Um, the thing that kind of changed my mind, I'm going to spoil a little bit here, not not as much of a spoiler, I think everyone's going to have him in their team, but uh, he'll have that link with Val Holmes on the left, Tawangi. And yeah. Um, yeah. I just think Cobbo going forward for the future is a, is a much better option than Oats. And he plays on the right side. So yeah. to me, it was Tawangi versus Oats. Yep. But um, yeah, I think... Talangi has a major upside, is probably on the same level as Corey Oates anyway, and, and he's going to have that link up with um, Val Holmes and possibly did and if Munzer gets injured again. Yeah, no, I definitely uh, I agree with you. Uh, the only reason, again, I was thinking of Oates is just because of his matchup with the New South Wales teams. But again, you know, we've seen... Origin is a throw-together of a bunch of different players, right? It's a throw-together of a, a ton of different players. And, yeah, I just think wherever you can get combinations possible, it's probably the smartest pick to yep. ensure you have some form of chemistry among... And obviously these players have played together for a while in the Queensland system and whatnot, but 
I think it's really important to have those existing combinations already rather than just throwing a bunch of people that have never played together all on one team and just going like watch how it goes you know you even see it in NRL sides with teams like the Tigers and the Bulldogs now who have new signings who need to register some combinations and build their combinations so wherever you can get the combinations I think you just gotta go ahead and run with it yeah I think so too and I think I'd say it's even worth uh, giving up a little bit of player talent for that not not, not too much obviously you're not gonna go and pick Reese Walsh just cause he has a I mean if he shows up this year you might but Reese Walsh based off last year next to say a uh, a cobo because they, they'll have the link yep so I'm happy to move on to my centers yeah <clears throat> yeah move on to your centers uh, my left center I've already said this is Val Holmes for that link with Talangi I think he's a lock there anyway I think they've got a bit of a shortage on centers uh, my other one on the right is going to be Dane Gagai yep um, wasn't many other center options I thought about Capo even Hammer can play there but um, that, that was really it for me, unless I'm missing one. Oh, Isaiah Tass. Tass, but he plays on Val Holmes' edge. He does. I doubt they swap Holmes' as edge. I've gone with the same, <clears throat> but you know that I'm not as big as on Gaga as a lot of people are. I think, you know, he, he, he's been good for the for South, but he, I don't think he had his best year last year with the Knights. <laughs> And there comes a point where you can't just keep picking people based off their origin status. Like, if there is a better player than yep. them, then unfortunately that player has to get picked. Now, there's not a better player than Gagar at the moment at that position, which is why he's still there. But I'm just saying there's definitely the possibility that if someone does come out of nowhere and start performing like an origin type of player, then I can definitely see Gagai potentially losing his spot there. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't put it better myself. I think Gagai is on, on that slow decline that, that I don't want to say just centers that rugby league players kind of get when they hit their, their 30s. Yep. But um, yeah, I, I just don't think there's a better option for Queensland in that centers, especially when he does it, he does it every year for them. I, I don't think he's had a bad origin series in quite a while. Nah, I don't think he's had a bad origin series. I just... Yeah, I, just I know what you're saying. Would I think if you look at the New South Wales star power in their centres, I think it's hard. I mean, it's hard to match up against them, obviously, anyway. But especially with an older kind of centre there. Yeah, he's going to be going against Latrell as well. Uh, Boy, did you pick Latrell? Enough to enough to spoil it. Okay, but he's likely going to be going. Against yeah, Latrell. there you go. <laughs> I'm right. sure everyone would have. Yeah, before. I think the only other couple options for the centers are Branko Lee, as you said, Cape or Hammer, um, Tass. Uh, there's one more that I was thinking of that I've just forgot. But uh, yeah, there's not many other options. Sorry, I keep clearing my throat. There's not many other options, so I think that's your safest bet. The only other, the only other thing I kind of thought about was shifting Cobbo into the centres and putting Xavier Coates on the right wing. I did think about that, but uh, I just don't think... I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. Especially defensively. I don't think Cobbo's played a lot of centre either. Well, he said he he played a lot of centre coming up. He played centre and fullback coming up to junior ranks. So I think he could do a job there. It's just whether they want to take that risk and put him there. Yeah. Halves? I think our halves are going to be the same as Munster and DCA. Yes, it is. 
Now, the, the other option that a lot of people are bringing up is DCA, um, not DCA, sorry, Sam Walker, which uh, I've seen a lot online thinking, but I just Bro. don't think he's got it over <coughs> Terry Evans this year. There I think are, he'll have a big year, but I don't I don't think but Daly's you, getting dropped. But you got to remember, before they pick Sam Walker at seven, they'll pick Ben Hunt. Agree. Because they got Reed Marty there to take that spot. Agree. So... I don't really understand that logic. Sam Walker's still 20 years old. I think he's got heaps of time. Let DCE and Hunt, who are about the same age, have their have their fun now. And it's and not like either of them are regressing either. No, exactly right. And, and DCE is a captain. Yeah, and Walker's got heaps of time. Yep. Walker has heaps of time. He will get that jersey someday. <laughs> um, that that horse yeah. pairing hasn't let them down. Not They've had the... the um, the, the, the worst side in each of the last three Origin series and they've won two. And I believe a lot yep. of that is because of Munster and DCA. Yep. M- Munster especially. Munster especially. Uh, <clears throat> I don't have much else to say about the Harbs. I think they got solid depth there and I even think they'd probably at this point pick Dean at seven over Walker. Probably. Because of how he played uh, last year. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And he's a bit more solid in defence and that's probably the main asset you want of your halves, especially defending that front line origin because they're getting peppered. Um, look, I'll be honest, I did consider, uh, consider Hunt for seven, but I doubt he replicates the year that he had last year. I think he's still a great player. I just don't see him having this, the same caliber yeah. season he had last year. What did he finish? Fifth, third or fifth in Dallium? Three to five range, I think he finished. Yeah, somewhere in there. He was up there and it was just crazy because Dragons didn't have a lot of wins. So... You're right. Yeah, I'm good, bro. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Props. Where have we got? I think the, I think the four packers are able to start getting a bit more interesting. Yeah, I think they're one to seven. Especially the kind New South Wales team as well. I think we'll have a lot of different picks, especially in the pack, because the, there's that much depth in the New South Wales side. But my starting props, I actually think we'll go the same. I haven't seen what you said, but I've gone Tino and Ruben Cotter. Well. We have our first disagreement. Oh, okay. You dis- discuss your picks and then I'll tell you mine. Well, see, I, I can't justify not having Tino there. I, I think he's one of the best props in the game. Since I think I think he's I think he's the best prop that Queensland have. Yep, I agree. And I think. Oh, I'm umming and ahhing about who I start and who I drop. I mean, who who I bench, but I'm going to start with Cotter. Um, I just think he's the next best prop queens I don't have to offer. He's versatile, can move around the uh, the field as subs come on. And uh, that's pretty much all I've got, to be honest. I think he's the next best next best prop there. Yeah, I think he suits what the, the fit of Queensland's team. I've gone Christian Welch and Tino. Yeah. Because I was, again, arming and arming whether I start Cotter or Welch, but once we get into the bench, I'll explain. But Welch is an Australian representative as well, mm-hmm. so let's not forget that. He knows how to play in big games, and I just feel like his his work with the ball in hand would allow Tino to just take the hit-ups, make big runs, and obviously Tino's a giant... <laughs> And I think he's completely built for the Origin Arena, just his play style and everything. So I think 
Those two front rowers really contrast each other perfectly for my liking. They can both offload the footy, but I feel like also Christian Welch can kind of slot back into a first receiver if need yep. be. And I feel like that'll and I feel like also Welch plays with Munster obviously at club level, so that was kind of the reason I went towards Welch to start the game. Because I feel like you need those older heads, veteran kind of players to start an origin game. You yeah. you get two kind of younger inexperienced forwards in the origin arena, not in club level, in the origin arena. Yep. And you know, they lose their head a bit, give away a few penalties get kind of too drowned out in that atmosphere and just get distracted a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, you need someone like Welch, DCA, out there to be like, boys, pull your heads in. Like, this is Origin now. We only have three games and we need to win. Like, I feel like you can't have two. Even though Tito and Rubicon are pretty disciplined players, I, I just feel like you're pushing it a little bit, just having two younger forwards out there. I'd rather just have an old head out there to start the game. Yeah, no, I was umming and ahhing about that too. Another option there was Josh Papali. Yeah. He's been there for ages, but I just think, I don't know if the Raiders will quite be there this year. And I think Tarpany's taken over as the, the main prop of that team. I just don't see how Papali works his way into the Queensland squad, especially with, like you said, Cotter, Tina, and Welsh there. Uh, also, I mean, Lindsay Collins has been the last for the last three yep. years. He's yep. been a prop for Queensland. He's been solid. They got they got Hess as well, Jensen, Flegler. Yep. So there's, there's a lot of options. Yeah. I, I think Papa's time is coming to an end. Uh-huh. I, I would agree with you. Uh, my nine, I've gone Ben Hunt. So have I. I don't think there's much else to say. He just does all the little things for Queensland out of nine. Obviously not a natural hooker, but he just does everything they need and he provides another dimension of attack yeah. for and, Queensland. And, and he's the early origin grind. He's just that yeah. experienced player. He can, exactly. He can take the pressure off DC and monster kicking as well if he kicks out a dummy Well, he's half. kicked a couple 40-20s from double, uh-huh. dummy half, yeah. uh, even just last series, and that gets him out of a lot of trouble. So, yeah, my Ben Hunt pick is similar to my Christian Welch pick yeah. and DCA if you want to throw him in there. Just you need to have those old, exper- older senior players, the experienced players who know how to grind out a tough-nosed game rather than the players yeah. like... Cotter, and I'm not knocking Cotter, I'm just saying, like, his team, when he was at the top last year, were just flying. Like, they yeah. were blowing games open, right? He he didn't have to play too much grinding footy till it kind of got to the end of the season. Um, I feel like Cotter's definitely built for the Origin Arena, but I'd rather him come in against the tired forwards and have Christian Welch kind of make his 20, 20 or so tackles at the start of the game, same as Tino. Yeah, I think I kind of went for the, the opposite. So, um... Kind of that, um, not I don't want to say old head, but I'll, I'll say old head nine, and um, just just build not not the rest of the team around it, but that's the reason I've gone Cotter over Welsh to start. It's kind yep. of a you got both dimensions yep. in at once. Yep, I don't I don't hate it at all. I'm not against the pick. It's, it's just not again these are our teams, right? So yeah. it depends on the strategy we want to go with. My second rowers, um. I'm actually going to let you go first. Okay. Well, I've been preaching this whole old head, make a million tackles at the start of the game kind of thing. My two second rows are David Fafita and Jeremiah Nano. Okay. Now, while I've been talking about this whole, you know, you've got to get into the grind of the game and you've got to be able to make your tackles and not get too involved in the game, 
I don't think that, why they're not the strongest edge defenders ever. I think I just I just think against the a tired pack because both of these guys can play 80 right yep against a tired pack Queensland kind of swing the ball on the third or fourth and then you get it out to one of these two and then you're you're rolling right and I think they can do a solid enough job in defence if they're just making their tackles if they're not having to make too many reads and they're not having to make too many adjustments I think they're good and I'm happy Um, I think Fafita looked way more energetic last week against the Tigers which is a good sign for this season for Queensland especially and the Titans Nanai was a bit quiet against Canberra, but he's still Nanai. We know his quality. I don't think he'll go and score close to 20 tries again this year, but I think he's got to learn other ways to impact the game. If he can't get that straight out, then I don't think he gets... I don't even know if he gets picked for Queensland, but right now, I want these two big tackle-busting, agile back rowers almost playing as second centres. Yep. Um to make sure Queensland can attack from the edges because you know New South Wales can attack from the edge. So that's my main reason for going for those two, especially with the second rows I've gone for New South Wales. I think it's a really good matchup. Yep. Well, I've gone um, Nanai for the same reason you have, uh, but I've started Phyllis Kafusi with him. That's interesting to me. He's been there for quite a while. But that's interesting to me because they're both right edge. I know. So who's starting on left, Kafusi? Kafusi. Yeah, okay. I almost consider starting Nanai out there, but I just don't think he has the experience to play both sides. So, because oh, you'll have Holmes and Tolongi next to him, there's obviously a link there, but they don't. Uh, he's 19, he's only played on the right edge. I'm not going to make him be the one to go over. I'll put Felice over there. And uh, yeah, I, I'm going for more punch off the bench, but um, yeah, I think Kafusi's perfect for early origin situations. And yeah. I don't think Nanai would provide that much value off the bench. No, neither. Well, so that's... I think I had, to, I have to start him. But the, that, that's the reason I've gone Kafusi. Another option is Capewell. Uh, but I, I think his time's up in origin. He played a lot of center, then came back to second row when Val Holmes and Gagai were there. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not sure about Capewell. So Kafusi and Nanai are my picks for that reason. I think I think my Gagai theory comes into play when you talk about Capewell and those type of players. It's yep. like... Yes, he's been such a solid servant for so long for Queensland. Yep. But there comes a point in time where there's players that are superior to him and at some point he can't fit into that side and mm-hmm. you kind of have to go with the best available that you can pick. I think Capel's been solid for the Broncos, but I wouldn't say he's been a superstar. I would say he's just been solid. Yeah. And <clears throat> the reason I've gone for Fafita as well starting is I'm with you. I don't think he would provide the impact off the bench I'm okay. looking for because I'm not too sure about him in the middle. Because right. we've seen him being slotted into the middle for the Titans a few times, and I feel like he's a bit shaky in the middle. I'd rather him just be out there to start the game, get a feel for the game early, and if you need to bring him off, then okay. then bring him off. And that's why I've kind of gone with the bench that I've gone with. That's fair enough. You want? Uh, I think we should have the same thirteen. Paddy Carrigan. Paddy Carrigan. Now Dane Clark decided to go with Ruben Cotter at thirteen. I can't uh, see Ruben- that happening. Uh. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't even know if Ruben Cotter's played a minute of 13. I think he's played prop, hooker, and maybe a few minutes in second row, but that's it. Uh, yeah. So why would you throw him into 13 in the Origin Arena? I would. I, I know he said he wants to play 13, but you're not just going to chuck Clarky, Clarky, you want to explain that to me, mate? Anyway, no hate. Um, 
I yeah, Paddy Carrigan is literally the best forward that Queensland has to offer. And he he was uh, well, he was medalless yep. last year. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, and he he's a young player that plays like an old head. Yep, makes hundred tackles, makes hundred meters, and he's even got that pass in his yeah, game I was now. Say so he has that ball playing in him as exactly. well. Exactly. So I don't think there's any other way. And he can play eighty at lock. But Paddy Carrigan will be the lock for Queensland for the next. What's eight years? Yeah, so at least. Yeah, so I I really like Paddy Carrigan. Very similar to Corey Parker. Brisbane just keep producing the same mm-hmm. player. Um, so I just don't think there's anyone else to pick apart from Carrigan to start at thirteen. Yeah. Unless you want to go Tino and then put Cotter in at ten. But again, Clarky didn't like that idea. <laughs> no, nah, I reckon Tino's best position is definitely prop, especially when Carrigan's there. You play Carrigan. I don't really see Carrigan's impact. I think they tried to play Carrigan off the bench last year and he was their best player, yeah. so why would you not start him? Yeah. All right, starting 13s are done. My, I think we both know our utility. My utility is another player that will be there for at least eight years. It's Harry Grant. Harry Grant. Ben Hunt's obviously not going to play 80, tackling his heart out in the middle at hooker, and I think Harry Grant coming on against tired forwards, he just... I mean, he's great regardless, but... He'll, he'll, it'll just be another level like he was last year. Well, we know Harry Grant, Tigers legend, um, you know, origin representative. Um, we, we know his quality. You know, we saw that when he was playing for the Tigers early on in his career, just how much he could change the game being so young. Um, obviously came in in that year that he played for the Tigers and mm-hmm. had a massive game three for Queensland as well when they wrapped that series up. Australian the, representative that year Against well. the uh, Gutho-led New South Wales Blues. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, you don't have to talk touch on Harry Grant much. I think he's just paused. You don't have to talk about Harry Grant much. We know exactly what he brings to a footy team every time he steps on the field. He's so smart now. A dummy half will make the play nine, right play nine times out of ten. Yeah. Um, I, I think your nine and fourteen have to be Harry Grant and Ben Hunt, regardless of you, which way you the, put them. Well, if you're Queensland selected, the only other way. The, I, I have another way as well. And I'm thinking. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if the Dragons are really bad this year, okay, it's not going to be what I say. And Benny Hunt isn't playing to the standard that is Queensland level. We saw Reed Marnie the other day. He yep. was awesome. Yep. Do you possibly start Reed Marnie? And, because I yes. think Reed Marnie is amazing. And that bring an and bring Harry Grant off the bench. That's an option. Because you'd have to start Reed Marnie in that situation. I don't see Reed Marnie providing a lot off the bench. But, uh, yeah, he's just kind of that get in there service yep. straight away. Or, defense. Can I explain mine first? You go first, you go first. My other, I I tried to rework this, but I just couldn't leave Hunt out of the team. I tried to rework it so that Harry Grant could be nine with Brimson at fullback and Ponger at 14. Ooh. Because Ponger's going to be playing six all year. I don't want to just chuck him back to fullback for it, but but I I couldn't leave Benny Hunt out. Yeah, well, it just depends on how Benny Hunt's season goes this year, yep. I think. Um, but yeah, my my other option is going to be, you've got Paddy Carrigan, you've got Nanai, who can both play 80 minutes. So, you've you probably got for Fe- you probably got Fafita, who could play 80 minutes as well. You're gonna have two years. So you go Marnie at nine. Yep. Harry Grant 14. Ben Hunt, 17. 
Oh, it's putting a lot of pressure on the forwards in a in an origin I'm just setting. Ro- as I'm well. just rotating my props. Yeah, in an origin setting as and well. And then I can bring Cotter on at thirteen if I need to, or yeah. Tino. Yeah, just saying, I wouldn't do that, yeah. but yeah, it I think an option. You know, some hey, stranger things have happened in the Origin arena, mate. We we ran into a series with Gutho and White as the centers, so don't. No, no, right. Expect the unexpected. Anyway, bro, we we got three more bench forwards to go through, so um, give them to me. My one kind of just uh, old head style player on the bench is Christian Welsh. Yep. So we've we've got Christian Welsh, Tino, and Cotter all in our teams. Yep. yep. Now I haven't gone with another prop on the bench. Yep. I've gone David Fafita, uh-huh. who I think you can inject into the middle. And he can just run his heart out. Or you could either bring Nanai off and put Kafusi back to the other side, which I think is probably the best option. Or you yep. could just swap him straight out for Kafusi yep. after after all the hard work's done. And then he's he's probably going to go up against... The, like, he, he's just too hard to leave out of the team if he plays like he, he, he yep. started this season. Um, and my last... Actually, I lied. There's another old head type player on my bench. It's Jermaine Hopgood. Exactly the same. Exactly the same, I've, apart well, from you've got Kafusi. I've got Kafusi and yep. Cotter on my bench okay. and Hopgood as well. Yeah. I think Hopgood can play as a prop if you need him to, to be honest. He basically played as a third prop the mm-hmm. other day. With his, he took, what, 15-plus hit-ups, yep. offloads the footy like mad, makes a ton of metres and a ton of tackles. And exa- he's literally the origin player, yep. the origin mould mm-hmm. of player for Queensland, especially especially for Queensland. I know it's his first year, but, oh, man, if he plays like that every week... Hey. He he will he will be a lock for the Queensland side if he makes it. Yeah. Break. It, well, he's already a lock right now for the Queensland side, I would imagine. Really? Yeah. I don't know who else you could play over him right now. Furmore's out. Oh, he could you could go with another prop. Yeah, I think he can play like a prop though. Yeah, yeah. I, I like his versatility. But I don't know if he's a lock just yet. I mean, he is a lock. I think he's, but he's in not right a now. lock for the Queensland team. Yeah, I've got him in right now. My bench is Kafusi, Hopgood, and Cotter. I'm predicting he will be in there. But if you're picking, say you're picking a team for next week, I don't yeah. think he's a lock for the team yet. I think he's probably in the extended bench. So. Yeah, he, yeah. he'll be in the squad 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. My reasoning for bringing Cotter off the bench is I just like it. He's such an agile, quick prop yep. I, I think I really like that against the tired pack I think he could create a lot of havoc same as uh, Hopgood I think they could both come on, uh, come on and just pop out a couple of offloads yeah. then you got someone like a Brimson lurking around the ruck you got a line break there easy I think this Origin series is going to be one of the most intense I, I still origins. don't think New South Wales are the favourites, but I think this is this is pretty close. If you look at these packs, oh, I, I don't know, man. The, almost they were still, on the edge. even though we still thought our team was better last year. When I say our team, I mean New South Wales. There was still a ton of injuries. Yeah, like Crichton yeah. was yep. in there. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So, yeah, I think New South Wales going to this as favourites. Um, there was remember, there was three concussions in the first like five minutes yeah. of game yep. three last year. Was it game three? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. So. I don't think Hopgood's head can be broken either. <laughs> Mate, it's, it's like a bowler. He'll just wrap it. Um, who's your 18th man? My 18th man was AJ Brimson. Okay, so I've got Ponga. 
Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so whoever missed out on the fullback spot. Yeah. So no Reese Walsh. I thought about it. I think he'd be in the squad 100%, but I, I think Brimson's probably the better option right now. He's played Origin before. Yeah. It's a bit more experienced. Yep. Yeah. I like it. That's I why. agree with you. So Queensland right now, I'm going Brimson at fullback. I got Talungi and Cobbo on the wings with Gangai and Holmes in the centres. So Jared's the same as me, except he's got Ponga at fullback. Munster and DC in the halves were the same. I've gone with Welch and Tino up front and Hunt at nine. Jared's the same as me, except he's got Cotter over Welch to start. I've got Fafita, Nanai and Carrigan as my back row. And you've gone Kafusi to start over Fafita. We've both got Harry Green at 14. Jared's gone Welch, Hopgood and Fafita off the bench. And I've gone Kafusi, Hopgood and Cotter. And my eighth man is Ponga and he's got Brimson. Yep. Sweet. Teams. Done and dusted. Let's move on to the real juicy one where I think we're actually going to have a lot of disagreements. I don't think in the back five we will, but... Uh, My forwards are very hot takes. God, name your, name your fullback. James Tedesco. Yeah, not much to talk about there. Other options, Tommy and Latrell who can play other positions. Uh, Dylan Edwards is another one that <laughs> I think is a great player, but he, he he's just, not. He's he no chance. He's no chance. National team or Origin team because there's that much depth in this New South. He's no chance. I don't think it's a chance. I'm just saying it's an option. If Teddy goes down, I think Edwards will be. Oh, actually, Tommy will probably go and Campbell Graham will come in. Yeah, and then if if Tommy goes down, the troll goes to fullback. Yeah, yeah, all right. And then if the troll goes down, Gutho goes to fullback. <laughs> Dill Edwards will get picked ahead of Gotho. No. Yeah, he will. Is Dill Edwards mates with Freddie? No. <laughs> Gotho is mates with Freddie, mate. <laughs> All right. All righty. Wingers, go. Uh, I've gone Brian Totter and I've brought the Fox back in. I th- a lot of people are tipping Swali'i to make his origin debut, but I just can't see it at 19, 20 years old. Taking Fox on the left, Totter on the right. No, I've gone Fox on the right top. Oh, okay. I've gone to on the right just because he's played both sides consistently before. Whereas uh, Adokar's been left most of his career. He's only really filled in on the right if he's had to in origin. Yeah, I just prefer Adokar. I think I prefer Toto on the left, especially if he's uh, matched up against Cobbo. I, I prefer that defensive matchup for Toto. Yeah, that's fair enough. Than against Halongi. That's fair enough. Um... Toto, I think, is the only lock for New South Wales wingers at the moment. Yeah. And yep. um, Adokar, look, I don't think he'll have a great season, but it, origin is different to, to regular season. I think if he's surrounded by a stacked team, especially a stacked attacking team like New South Wales are, I think he'll be fine regardless. And yep. he's only a winger. It's not like we're, we're chucking a half in that's been playing poorly. Yep. And... The other options, really, Tupo, Garrick, who else? Big Joseph. Oh, yeah, Joseph Swali, who I, I wouldn't go with. Hasn't played Origin before, and he's going to be playing centre this year. People even saying Campbell Graham might jag a wing spot. I doubt it, though. Yeah, I doubt that as well. Centres, we've gone with the OGs. With Trell and Turbo. Trell and Tom. I don't think that's... I, I, I think they're... Them and Tedesco and Cleary are the first three names there on the paper. Yeah. I would, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. You can't leave them out unless one of them's injured. So. There's really not that much to talk about it with the New South Wales backline. Adokar is probably the focal point. Yep. Whether you pick Swali, Adokar, Tupo, 
Who else is there? Yeah. Garrick. I, did, I just... I, I don't even think Garrick's in contention. I think Garrick could score... You've even got AJ that they could bring in if they really wanted they to. They never seem to even talk about AJ. Yeah, I think it's just he's because he's a he's career. he's more of a system player than yeah. he is a, a origin rep. But if all he's got to do is catch the ball outside Latrell. I, I, I mean, him and Latrell play on the same edge of club level, anyways. Yeah. So each their own, mate. I would I would go with Fox and Ty. I think we both gone for the same reasons. Yep. Uh, six and seven. I've kept, I mean, our seven's Cleary. There's no debate about that. Even though he's had a poor start to the year, I think he'll be fine. Uh, My other six, I have gone Jerome Luai. Yep. I've kept it there just just for the lengths. I I think that maybe throughout their career, Burton might become a better six. I think even Hines at six is an option, but he, he plays on the same side as Cleary, usually. Yeah. I know he can roam, and I know Cleary can roam, but... I probably wouldn't have that. And, uh, yeah, so Luai and clear it is. We we talked about Dewey, if he has a breakout here. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love bit, that. It's a bit ambitious. Yeah. But I think you need to work on his defense a little bit. And him, him and Cleary do play on the same edge, so yep. it's hard to fit him in. Yeah. So Cleary and Luai it is for us. I know a lot of people trying to fit Hines and whatever in, but oh, I think... I think it'll be that yeah. still. And at the end of the day, you guys still have to think. I know. I know this is our teams, and and that's the kind of disclaimer we had before the show. But if you're not mates with Freddie Phil, you don't get picked. That's just how it is for New South Wales. That's why, you know, poor old Knopf never got picked when they needed. You know, they needed someone like the winger of the year in 2020, and they need someone like that, and just didn't pick him. Anyway, it's all good. Uh, um, just pick two points and lose a series. That's why I was cheering for Queensland that year. I um, think if Queensland win this series, Fittler's gone. If Queensland win game one, he should be gone. If they don't even play, he should be gone. Like, think about think about the team they have, right? He should have won all the last three series. We should be on our Queens, our, our Smith Thurston Cronk Slater streak right now. Yep. With the, the the matchups, but for some reason, we're not. And I wonder why that is. Let's just let's just talk about that 2020 Queensland team for a second. What Branko the, Lee Hammer? The way he managed to lose. Branko Lee didn't even play NRL that year. Yeah, I know. Paimel Hunt. Yep. Was in there. Yep. Oh, they had Monster in DC. So like. Edric Lee, I think, was in there at some point. At some point, I think he was too. <laughs> Hammer played. Felt Hammer played, played again. Felt played again. Brimson filled in on the wing. Was that 2021? No, it's 2021. Corey Allen. <sighs> Oh my! He was fullback, wasn't he? No, he was. What did he play on the wing? wing. Oh, yeah. I don't. How did how did New South Wales lose the series? I think Capel was in the centres as well. Yeah, yeah, he was. It was him and Branko Lee with the centres. Like I know you didn't have Tommy or anything like that with the trail, but come on. Yeah, you had Senegatho, mate. You didn't need any of them. <laughs> you got Senegatho, you sweet. All right, into the interesting the the pack. You said you got a few Smokies. I think I've got a few Smokies too. All right. Let's get into it. My front row is Jake Chaboyevich and Junior Barlow. Same. Now, I you, you know me. I wouldn't have Jake there if there was another option, okay. which there isn't. So I think an 80-minute prop that makes 50 or 60 tackles a game is exactly what you need in origin. Ex- yeah. He's not the strongest runner of the ball, but I think the forwards that New South Wales have... Yep can kind of combat that mm-hmm. and that's kind of the way I've gone about my selection and he can ball play a little bit in that attacking yep. side uh, 
Junior Barlow, we saw his quality last week mm-hmm. against Melbourne. Uh, he's great offloader, offloader of the footy, probably the, the best offloader in the comp. Good ball player as well. Uh, yeah, great ball player. The biggest player on the field in terms of weight and just size. He's yep. just a giant. And he performs every single Origin mm-hmm. series. There's never a question about whether Junior's going to be... Um, good or not for the series or for New South Wales, I think he's he's one of the players that Freddie doesn't have to worry about coming out and getting through his work, making 150 plus meters yeah. tackles. He even jags a few tries in Origin. Uh, I just think you can't go any other way except for Jake and Junior. He's your two starting front rowers. Yeah, I've gone Jake and Junior as well. I think Jake for me. I don't know if look an 80 minute prop is is exceptional to have because that means you only need to carry one other prop on the bench. I think he'll end up playing 60 for me. I don't think... I'll oh, yeah, I doubt, he, I, doubt he pl- I doubt he plays 80, but the fact he has the ability to, yep. and in Origin we saw last year the amount of concussions yep. and head knocks there was, if you can have that type of player there up your sleeve, then you're cheering, mate. He definitely plays the opening 40 for me. Yeah. And then you either give him a break there and inject someone in if you... It's... it's, it's Game, it's, it's situation. Just, yeah, it depends how the game's going, right? Yeah, if, if a close game's coming on at the end, I probably chuck him back on for the defense. You, yeah, well, if you're up but, by if you're up by six, I put Jake back in just for his yeah his how solid he is in defense. If we're down by six, I'd probably take him off, put a more yeah. versatile attacking forward in. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Nine. <sighs> oh, um, I won't cook. Same. Now, I thought deep and hard about Robson. You didn't think about Appy at all? I did not because because of my 14, I need an 80-minute hooker. Ooh, okay. okay. So, Robson has proven he can play 80. Um, I think Appy can play 80. I just think clubs elect not to play him 80. I think he can, but I, I just don't know if... Cause, um, I don't know if he... Pemrith, Pemrith that of, level for 80 minutes. Pemrith have carried utilities that aren't nines, and Appy's played... I have, Sean O'Sullivan. Yeah, and Appy's played yep. 80 minutes. But I do I do agree with you in that sense that I feel like Origin, you need the longevity players. Yep. Um, but yeah, I've got Damien Cook because I just feel like... I feel like it's kind of a hot take to say you'd pick Cook. I know he lost his Australian jumper and him and Appy kind of shared the role last year. Half of me wants Appy not to get picked so we can have him for origin period. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think Appy's a great player and that's not a knock on him. I just feel like Cook's so, so used to this New South Wales team. I feel like no matter how poor he is for South, which I don't think he will be poor this year, I think he has taken a little bit of a step back in terms of his running game, but I think his service is still really solid. And I just feel like if he can get another year out of Cook while people like Robson still develop, I think then, yeah, you're cheering. I think Braille, the Brailies are New South Wales boys as well. Yeah, they are. They? Yeah. Well, I'm exactly the same. I think I, I think Robson's overtaken the Braley boys in terms of oh, the... Oh, the, yeah, the by a landslide. But, um... Yeah, I just think give Robson another year. Cook's been doing it for for, for how long? Oh, like over five. Quite a while. Yeah. And uh, I, I do think Cook is regressing a little bit, but uh, I, I still think he's good enough for the Origin Arena. I think I would, he's probably the best option at nine. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to agree with you. Although I think Appy's a better hooker. I, I just uh, I, I think, think yeah. I need that. No, I'm I'm hundred percent with you. Yep. Who who are your second rowers? This is the one I'm interested in. I'm interested to see if your bias is going to come into play. My left edge second row? Yeah. Hudson Young. Yeah. My right edge second row? 
Liam Martin. Oh, okay. Okay. My left edge is Hudson Young as well. Yep. My right edge is Kayon Kaloma Tongi. Okay. That's fair enough. Now, Hudson Young, I think we've both gone for the same reason, just his try-scoring ability. And yep. I feel like in, in comparison to other second rowers, the way he scores his tries is a more consistent mm-hmm. way because he can do it in so many different ways, right? Um, I think Luai, Luai feeds off big, dominant second rounds. We saw that with Kikau. And I think Hudson Young is basically the same mould as Kikau. I'd say Kikau is a little bit better in defence, but Hudson Young in attack, I'd say they're level playing field. And I just need to see some passion, like what Hudson Young's got. He's willing to get into a scrap with people. He's willing to push some blokes around. He's willing to get hit if he needs to get hit to fire up the Origin Arena. And I just feel like he was the standout player for Canberra last year. Probably the key reason they pushed so they pushed into the finals in the last couple of weeks of the season. And I just, I just feel like someone like Hudson Young, you have to have in your team just yeah. all the versatility offers the ability to play 80 minutes the, his ball playing his whole running he's a whole package if you want a second if you want an attacking second row I think he's a whole package and I would just love to see him put on the Blues jumper and I think it's probably more than likely we see it this year yep that's fair enough see we differ in views from Col- oh, I, I like Kalamatangi but there's another player that I I just have over him, and whether that you say that's bias coming through or not, but um, go on. No, bro, we'll get to it on your bench. You, you can disagree, bro, but I I I got one more ahead of Kalamatangi in the second. Yeah, and it's Hamole. It is. I don't agree with that. Okay, that's fair enough. I, I think they're very close, and I think we kind of switch the two. Yeah. Of how good we think yeah. they are, but uh, yeah, Hudson Young just runs that line very well. Um. Off a Luai short ball, anything like that, he's going to be good for New South Wales. Uh, it also frees up Cam Murray, who's usually playing second row. Um, I don't think that's his best position, so that frees that up. And Liam Martin on the right is just, to me, just just a workhorse, the exact player you need for Origin, and uh, probably to start Origin as well. That's why I've started him. Yeah. Um, I've gone Kalamatangi to start because I'm not sure about his impact if I were to bring him off the bench. I think that's something a lot more people have to take into account. And I just love, again, how he runs off a short ball. And I think Cleary would absolutely thrive off having him out there. You see him with Liam Martin at club level. And I know we talk about combinations, but like Kalamatangi, again, can can make a carry in the middle if he needs to a big carry out of their own end. And he's just so... He's much more skillful with the ball in hand than Liam Martin is. He's got much better offload, much better pass. And he knows when to pass earlier when to run to the line I just think he's so much mm-hmm. he's so so solid he's he's actually really great chasing kicks into the end goal yep. jumping up and taking one maybe batting it back he's just a lot more of a creative attacking second row and I that's not a knock on Liam Martin I you guys will hear my opinion about Liam Martin later but uh yeah Keon has been the standout South player for their first two games I think yep uh he was awesome against Penrith last night and he was even better against the Sharks the other day um, and I just think he's going to earn this this spot as a 12. And we're talking about combinations. I kind of segue into my 13, which is Cam Murray. Cam Murray is my 13 as well. And that kind of... I just want to make another point on the other one. Uh, if Queensland go left, to me, they've got Cam Murray in the middle, then Jake, 
then Liam Martin, then Tommy Turbo. Yeah. Nathan Cleary is probably one of the better defensive halves, yeah. even because halves aren't typically good defenders. I think that's a very hard side to go down as well, so that's another reason I'll put Liam Martin there. Yeah, but I've got... Uh, yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah, I've got Cam Murray at 13. I didn't want to play him at second row this year. I think Yo in 2021 was probably the undisputed best lock in the game, but now he's kind of... Not regressing, but he's playing more of a role in Penrith, and I, I just don't think he's that superstar lock that he was uh, at the start of last year or 2021. But, uh, yeah, that's why I've gone Cam Murray to lock. I yeah. think that's his best position anyway. Ball plays beautifully. Yeah. Well, I think I've gone Cam Murray to lock as well because he's just a machine in the middle. I think he's a bit more of a workhorse than Yo is. I think Yo is a bit more of a flashy ball player. I know Murray can take a hit up. He's, he makes he puts some big shots on blokes. Um, Yo is more of the first receiver type of lock. And I think it's been a, it's been a, a spot where New South Wales have failed over the last couple of years. I think Cam Murray is not an edge back row. I'd rather bring him off the bench and sign him at second row to accommodate Yo. Um, and I just think Cam Murray always links up with Kalon Matangi yeah, that's as good. well through the middle, which is why I've gone with K on the start. I just think Cam Murray is... He's almost the best player in the game. Um, I think he's better than Isaiah Yo if you want to rank 13s. And, uh, yeah, I think he's just much more suited to start at 13. I don't I don't want to see any more of Cam Murray starting in the back row because I almost think he's the first name picked in yeah. the forwards. Me too, mate. Uh, 14... I've gone Nico Hines. I've gone for Reese Robson. Yeah, that's fair. I've gone for Robson just in case Cook's feeling a bit tired. Mm-hmm. I'm more reliant on Reese Robson coming off the bench than Appy just because I know the defensive workload he can get through. Um, and he can also come on and play as a 13 if you if you yes. want to go a bit more attacking. So I just like that versatility. I, I, I understand the Hines pick, but again, I don't like carrying a half on the bench because I feel like... Yes, Hines can come in at fullback six or seven. I don't really trust him as a center or a nine. So for me, the utility has to be able to slot in kind of more more in towards the pack. Um, but yeah, I totally understand it. I would just rather go with Robson because I think he could also play a Dylan Walker type role where he slops in, slots into that 13 and goes to yep. a bit more attacking, a bit a bit of a small ball kind of team. And I think Robson's going to get a crack at some point. And even if he plays 15, 20 minutes uh, at nine, I think it's a good introduction to the Origin Arena. And the way he steers around the Cowboys around the park, I think it's almost impossible to leave him out. Yeah. No, 100% agree. I just think Hines, Daly M last year is too hard to leave out of the squad, even though Robson probably is a um, safer fit for the team. But uh, I don't think Hines comes on for Teddy or for Clear or Walker unless there's injuries. Even if there's injuries, I think you move Tom Oliver back to full Walker. You mean Sorry, Luai? Um, Luai. Luai, mate. But I think if there's no injuries there, he's not going to come on at nine. He's not going to replace one of the halves. He'll end up coming on somewhere in the middle and just playing an, an extra ball player. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I, I just, uh, again, I understand the Nico Hines pick. Just in the origin arena, I'd rather have a more defensive-minded yeah, utility to bring on. 15, I've gone for Payne Haas. I've gone Payne Haas as well. Not, nothing to talk about here. I think he's the best prop in the game. Oh. I think he's the best prop in the yeah. game. And I think after Jake and Paulo have got through their work, Payne Haas off the bench is electric. Yeah, and he's hard for tight forwards to stop. Yep. And Queensland, will, it's, it kind of forces Queensland to make an adjustment yep. to be able to respond to Payne Haas coming on, which is hence kind of why I've picked Hopgood and Cotter on the bench because I feel like they'd be the perfect matchup to go and defend a Payne Haas in the 30th kind of minute. And 
I just love what Payne Haas offers in attack and defense. Yep. I think we have seen where Payne Haas starts, he he kind of falls behind the A-ball a little bit sometimes. Yep. Um, and I just think his impact off the bench in the Origin Arena is just the best. Is the best out of ever any bench forward that we've got listed here. Yep. My next pick uh, is my bench second row, Tamale. I think yep. Tamale is going to have a big year. He fell off a cliff last year when the whole Pride jersey happened, but so did the whole Manly team. Um, I had him as a top three second role before that. I think he was third behind IPAP and maybe Nanai. Um, I, I just think he's going to have a big year for Manly. He's so hard to stop. Like he, He's always got seven, eight tackle breaks in a game. And I think... You don't necessarily have to put him on an edge. You can you can sub him onto a bench, although Liam Martin and um, Hudson Young are great great edge players. I think if you bring him onto the middle, just just for like a a Spencer Lenu type thing, 20, 20, 25 minutes, and just let him go as hard as he can. Because I, I don't think Manly utilise him well enough. I think maybe if they played him 65 minutes instead of 80, he could go harder for the rest of the game. Uh, I, I think that would just suit the team that I've picked so far. Uh, yeah. so I'd almost inject him into the middle. I'm not, I'm not saying Hamale is a, is a bad player by any standards. I, I think, well, my pick is Liam Martin off the bench. Yeah, and that, that's a great pick. I think that's because he can. I like him as a middle forward, just because of his work rate. Mm-hmm. He 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 is a second row still makes like thirty five, forty tackles, and I think injecting that into the middle um, as a prop, I would run him as a prop, bro. Honestly, that's another thing I was going to say. If you bring Hamole on, you can just shift Liam Martin to the middle, yeah. and yeah. Hamole's on his natural edge there. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the thing is, just in game, I don't really like shifting my starters around yeah, so no, much. I would rather just put yep. Martin straight into the middle, where he, where I know he'll impact the game. Again, he's just a workhorse, so I find it really hard to leave him out. Yep. And 17, 17 I've gone Isaiah Yo. Same. I've gone Isaiah Yo. I think... I think he's still too hard to leave it. I know Cam Murray's an eight-minute lock at Cloud level, but again, Origin's a different arena, and I think if you can slot Yo into somewhere, his ball playing can really open the game up. Yep. And Murray yesterday couldn't play Eddie. He came yeah, off. Yeah, well, he's getting smashed, eh? So. He came off and had like a 20-minute break and then came back in the second half at some point, but... Yeah, I think Yo is still too high, too too much quality to leave out this this side. Yeah, eighteenth uh, man, I've gone Nico Hines. I went. Oh man, I went Reese Robson. Yeah. So similar situation to Ponger and Brimson, yep. except just with the fourteen and the eighteenth. All right, so run us back through your team quickly. So I have Teddy at fullback. I've Toto on my right edge and Adokar on my left edge. Yeah, Tommy's so I'm, my right center. So I'm the opposite to yep. Adokar and Toto. Yeah, Latrell's my left center. Um, I've got Luai and Cleary as my halves. We're the same there. Paulo and Jake are the props. We're the same yep, there. Same, same with Cook as well. Yep, Cook at nine. Then I've gone with Liam Martin on the right second roller and Hudson Young on the left. You yep. went Kalama Tungy on the right, Hudson yep. Young on Hudson the left. Hudson Young on the left. Cam Murray at lock. Cam Murray at lock. We both agree on that. i got Nick up 14. He's got Reese Robson, and we've just rotated them for the yep. 18. Yep. Um, Payne Haas is our bench prop. Hamole is my bench second row. I've He's got Liam Martin, Martin. And we've both gone Yo as our 17. I, I Look, I, I would tip New South Wales in this series, but not by a landslide. Yeah, me too. All right. So do you want to you want to crack us into your super coach this week, mate? Uh, no, I don't have much sin. to talk about. The cardinal sin. I've oh, I've 
I made three trades. Wait. Before we hop into it, just want to quickly plug the Instagram, Strictly Footy Pod. We've been mad active on there lately. We stopped posting all that final score crap. We're just more of a news outlet kind of content-based thing rather than just being yep. the NPC kind of page. Wow, that was really close to the mic, bro. That's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so make sure you go check out Strictly Footy Pod Insta. Head to the link in bio. It'll bring up everything you guys need to see. Twitter, where to access the pods. Uh, uh, TikTok's, th- I think's in there. Um, and make sure you guys just like the post, follow the page, whatever podcast service you use, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it might be. Follow the pod. They'll push notifications whenever we drop. Make sure you give us a rating and review. Download the pods. It's all really good for us, and we'd, we'd really appreciate it if you guys could do that. So without further ado, let's go into this absolute beta males super coach team. Mate, you going to get us started then? I, I was talking about you, bro, not oh, me. Oh, Mate, righto. Corey, Corey Oates. Well, what's, my, what's my team called? Oats and Yogurt. Oats and Yogurt's <laughs> flying at the moment, mate. <laughs> Nah, I got uh, 1,063 in my first week. Not too bad. Not not too good either. But um, I really didn't like how Tanner Boyd... Pl- I thought he played well, and he still didn't get the points um, that I wanted him to. So, and Sonny Luke was amazing and cheaper, so I couldn't resist that. Um, also, I traded out Stimson for Cam Murray. I was thinking about Katoa out for Ponga instead. But the way Cam Murray was playing, I mean, it didn't work out for me this week. He only got 45. But um, I think long-term, Cam Murray is going to be a good investment. Um, It's just going to just put a bit of a damper on me this week because, like I said, he only got 45. And um, to free up cash for that, I took out Tago, who I only really had in there for his stack with Toto. And uh, we we figured out that Tyler's playing on the right this year for some reason. Yep. So I, I've got rid of Tago. Did you get rid of Brian as well? I will be getting rid of Brian next week. He scored seventy, bro. He scored sixty nine. I agree, but he scored. He, well, you have to you have to agree. It's there. It, it, it is, but I just don't. I don't know if he's going to be able to keep that up every week. Okay. He had to. He had a few good runs in there. Few tackle breaks. He scored a try. I don't think Crichton passes often. I think he's a little bit of a ball hog in the centers. Yeah. And I've got the money switched to Garrick. And if yeah, I if I take him out after this week, Penrith have the buy the week after, so it yeah. works out well that yeah. way. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I think Toto might drop in price as well, though. I think because he, he didn't hit his break even. Yep. Maybe anyway. Garrick, Garrick will go up. So if I get it, but but yep. Garrick after. Oh, okay. I was going to say Garrick after next week doesn't go up because they've had the bye. They need to play three games. Yeah. So no, they need to play two. They play two. I thought it was three. Every two games it goes up. I thought it was three. No. It's three, bro. It's not. It's every two. Okay. Garrick's played one. Yep. That's why all these players are going up. Next, before round three, all these players' prices will change. It's before round three, not after. Okay. So when Team Lister announced, the prices will go up. I was pretty disappointed last week if I can uh, somehow view my my round one team. Thank you. Nah, bro, I swear. Oh, bro, I, I I'm right. Okay, so last week, who was I disappointed with and who was I happy with last week? Cheese, 38, not happy at all. 
IPAP scored C- IPAP got elevated to 67 his uh, projected was 71 oh no 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 his break even was 71 sorry I'm not at all concerned about that um, I think IPAP's still a bit of a pod player. Yes, he does need to score like 91 this week to be any chance of um, not dropping in price. But I don't mind. I'll continue to play him, mate. I don't really care. Uh, Turbo scores 97. If you didn't have him last week, you're tripping. I captain Teddy, which was you know the most obvious option, but he did not perform. Jake, I was happy with. So with 49 Nelson I was happy with with 49 as well Eli Katoa get on him now 411k 54 in base last week I reckon he'll, he can cross against the Bulldogs this week so I reckon he's looking at a 60 odd this week Sam Walker I was very happy with with a 62 and a really poor performance uh, Talangi as well scored 59 so close to 60 for him Toto again last week was disappointing same as Cleary Ponga scored 72 Let's talk I'm about that. A little, well, I, obviously, in hindsight, I'm regretting not going Ponga instead of Cam because I think Ponga's a little bit... I don't want to say long-term investment, but I think he'll go up in price. Yep. And um, he could just be that, that that reserve player for the for the whole year as yep. long as he doesn't go down injured. Yep. But, um, yeah, so have we both got Teddy at fullback? Teddy and Tommy? Uh, yeah, yep. we do. Do you ride the storm with Teddy? I think I'm going to go Latrell. That's fair. Because, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure exactly what he scored um, last night. If I can find someone that has Latrell, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll find out for you right now. Can you find out, please? Um, I might end up going Latrell or Drinkwater just for this draw because the Roosters do get into a bit of a... Latrell scored 71. Yeah, 71. So you captain him, that's a 140 easy. Again, but the thing is with Latrell, his price is 889. So you need him to score about 80s every week. Yeah. But he, he was quiet, to be fair. Apart from that tri-assist. Oh, he didn't... Did he get the tri-assist for that? I don't think he did. Uh, I will Tass double check. It. No, he didn't. No, so, so yeah. he, he had no attacking stats, really, did yeah, he? Yeah, it's all base. It's all base. He had, that's because he had six tackle breaks and, and line breaks. He was quite quiet, yeah. in my opinion. So it could be a good investment. I think Teddy, at some point, will come good. I think the Roosters will come good eventually. But their medals will be back. Teddy's going to drop in price if he doesn't score... Uh, he will, but I'm you. not willing to use a trade on him. If he doesn't score 108 against the Warriors... Yeah, I, I he think he'll go back up after. And he's so, projected anyway. at 62. I think he'll go back up after. Yeah. What's Teddy's break even? It's 108. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he needs to score 108. Not, not captain. He needs to score 108 normal score. Yeah. How how sure are you that prices go up after two games instead of hundred percent? Okay. They will like Cleary's price is is gonna go down. Cleary's gonna drop. Cleary will go down. Cleary's 100%. gonna drop before next round. So if you sell him after he plays, oh he's already played. Yeah. Yeah. You can't sell now. That's why they wait till you're allowed to do trades to drop the prices. No, no, no. It has to be three. Because Cleary's played two and his break-even is still 107. Bro. It's because it just hasn't updated because you can't make trades yet. Just just wait. All right. Just wait. All right. So, I'm going to keep Teddy and I'm going to keep Tommy on my bench, obviously. If you don't have Tom Trebojevic in your team, I think it's a little bit of a stupid play. I don't know about Drinkwater either. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What I'm looking at doing is saving a bit of cash. 
and going Ponga as my reserve fullback yep. with Tommy. And uh, I don't know. And then going Heinz Cleary. Mm, no, I'm actually not thinking of doing that, jokes. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'll be keeping Tommy. Tommy might end up signing for me there and I'll slot someone else on in because Tommy's just... 90, 97 in the game where he didn't do much is a bit... The only thing is, I, I just think Teddy at any point in time, if he takes off, he can come out and start scoring hundreds. Yeah, but but and, again, I saw that stat where... And I'm concerned yeah. about Tommy's injury history. Well, that's why, you, that's why you pick like a drinky or something, bro, because they don't miss games. Yeah. Who, what options are there? Let me just have uh, a The other thing to think about as well is Teddy and Tommy will play Origin. Yeah. So. So you need to have someone in there. Yeah. I uh, don't think AJ Brimson is a bad option. My only worry with Drinkwater is he scored two tries last week, only scored 59. Yeah, that, that, that's the main worry with Drinkwater. Edwards, Edwards, Edwards hasn't been very good. Not super coach wise. No, no. Super coach wise. He doesn't. He's not a player that translates. Translates yeah, to super coach. Exactly. That's what I'm, but but he's still priced at uh, 700k. Um, Nick Meany is definitely someone I'm looking at. That's be- fair. Because him and Tommy, him and Tommy are similar prices. And Papinell's going to be out for a while. Yeah. Ruben Garrick is very intriguing, especially if I can save Dosh on Teddy to fullback. No, no, uh, as a winger. Oh yeah. Over who? How much cash do you have to spare? Right now, I've got 24K, which I'm using when uh, Shuey comes back to slot him into second row. Yep. Probably over Preston. So my CTWs are Holmes and Totter. Uh I will be switching to Garrick after. For, that, for yeah, I'll that, be trading him out for Garrick this week. Who, Val? No, Tom. Uh, Totter. Oh, how much how much how much cash you got? Not a lot, but I will be uh, getting rid of I think Kepi because that saves me seventy four k and it yeah, but, me get Garrick. Okay, but you've already used three trades, so I how many are you going to use another three this week? So you left with f- no, no, I'm not using three this week. I'm used to. So you're left with 41 trades, 41 trades. for so the remaining five ish around, and I don't think for the remaining twenty five rounds. Yep. So, wait. You're left with 1.6 trades around. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's cooked, bro. Because at the start of the season, I think... This is why. This is why I don't think going Cleary and Hines is good. Because you're guaranteed to have to make a trade of origin. Yep. This is, this is my thinking, though. At the start of the season, you don't necessarily know the players' roles or how they're going to yep. show up that yep. season. So... At the start of the season, you're going to be like, all right, I got that wrong. Need to change that. Whereas throughout the season, you're more likely just to hold on to your players. Uh, the, the main which thing... Which is what I think I'm going to end up doing. Yeah. The main thing I'm looking at doing this week is I'm looking towards Nelson. If Welch outperforms Nelson again this week, I'm going to go to Welch because even though their prices Welch will change, good shout. I think Welch will uh, jump up. I'm watching Cheese this week and I'm watching IPAP because even if IPAP drops and Fafita goes up... Yeah. I'm gonna have enough money. Let's let's go through um, CTWs. We'll go up in like so CTWs and five yep. eight and yeah, halfback. Yep. Like I said, Holmes and Totter, which will become Garrick next round. Suni Taruva, I was very happy with. Yeah, he scored f- almost fifty. I thought forty eight did not have an attacking stat. Yeah, 
Uh, it's definitely you, not a bad option. Two hundred meters. I think I'm I gonna think. go. I think I'm gonna go to Lauda to Ruben next week. Yep. And I've got um, this week. I've got Warbrick in there. He's playing the Dogs. Same. Same. Uh, I didn't have the balls to keep Cam Pereira in there, even though he's playing the Dragons. Yep. Um, and Warbrick plays before Cam Pereira. So yeah. if Foran doesn't play, which I, I think will hurt. No, he's already out. They already ruled him they out. They ruled him out. Yeah, Campbell's so playing. I'm not going to on that left edge. Well, he scored five last week with Foran, mate. So. Yeah. I've also got Alamotti and Isaac Thompson as my reserve CTWs. Um, that that last, that cheapy kind of Warbrick, Campera, Isaac Thompson, I'm going to switch just based on who they're playing. Yeah, I think Warbrick have a good game this week. I mean, we saw Garrick and Tui Pilotu. I don't think Tui Pilotu scored the best last week. But I'm definitely mean. not going. To I think War- Warbrick... Is Warbrick playing on the right? Yeah. Okay. So I actually like that matchup against the Fox Alamotti edge. Yep. I really like that. So yeah, I'm running with Warbrick this week. His break-even's only eight, so he's probably guaranteed to go up in price. I've got the Taolungi and Holmes stack against Brisbane tonight. So I'm hoping against that Cobo Stags edge, which leaked the most points for the Broncos last year, that I can kind of go to town. Uh, obviously scored 69 last night, so I'll be keep, I'll be keeping him around, especially at his price. Um, what is he, 6 something? 624? I'll be keeping him. On my bench, I've got Talao, Alamotti, Camperera. And Camperera, I'll keep around just because he's 200k, same as Alamotti. Talao, I was definitely looking at Naden just because of his performance last week and the fact he's about 345, I think he was. So I'm definitely looking at him. Last just, week... Just some news. Radley's being ruled out this week. <coughs> Ooh. So... Oh. So their forward pack. So lo- wait, first of all, last week Nader ran for 203 metres with six tackle breaks, one line break, three offloads. I think he's... Oh, he could be amazing if he can do that again. And Shop is also someone I was looking at as well. Just because of his tackle breaking ability. Sorry, I'm gonna look at this Roosters team. So Seawar Wong comes onto the bench, oh. not onto the bench, but on, into the reserves. Oh, but Radley thought... is out. So does that mean far out? Does Smith go to thirteen and Turpin play? I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope. Please. I think that's what you have to do just for this game until Radley's back, because I don't think you can put. And that butcher a lock, and then they can bring. I think Fletcher Blake Baker could maybe. So the forward pack is Collins, Turpin, Baker, the Butcher Boys, and Brandon Smith against a. I think uh, maybe the Warriors have got him beat on the pack. A pack. They've got they've got Fenua Blake Barnett Egan was great last week. Nia Corey Torhu Harris Ford, and then they've got Bunty Tom Arlo and Josh Curran off the bench, and Walker will come in and play that thirteen role. Yeah. You know what? I'm starting to think Don't. Warriors. They're not going to win. Oh, you know. They're, they're not going to win, bro. Stop, 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 stop. Go, go, okay, go and tip Warriors. I'm not tipping. Go and tip Warriors. I'm, not, I'm starting to think maybe it could happen. Go and tip Warriors, bro. I'm starting to think maybe. Bruce's 13 pass, bro. No. Anyway, are you done talking about your CT dubs? Sixes. I've got Dewey as my vice this week and Pong Dog on the bench. I've got Dewey and Isaiah game. Katoa. Mate, Katoa scored, what, 14 last week? No, he scored like 40-something. Huh? Isaiah Katoa. He scored 14. No, he didn't. He didn't score 40. I, th- I think he did. 
I didn't play him. Okay, then what on earth? Then what on earth did he do to get those stats? Because he made like four errors. Tell maybe me, got, tell me what he scored. Th- maybe he got thirty. Tell me what he scored. No, he scored like fourteen. No, he didn't, bro. He did. He didn't. Where is he? Forty-two. How did he score forty-two? Do you know that points jump is actually ridiculous? How has he scored 42? Yeah, I've got him starting this week just because he plays before Dewey. So it's a... What? That is crazy. But they get the same points anyway. Yeah, I know. But it's something... But it's just, just crazy. Wait, show me, show me... Scroll up. Let me see your forwards. It's just because Tommy, Schuster, and Kepi are all out this week, so oh, I'm forced okay. to play another. Yeah, okay. Another fair enough. player. And I've got I've gone with Katola instead. Of Almost captain Dewey. So did I. But uh, yeah, because Katola plays before Dewey, I'm starting him. But uh, Dewey will be back in there next week when Tommy Tommy yeah. and Schuster come on to my yeah. reserves next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gone with Fafita. Yeah. yeah. So I've got Pong and Dewey, which is actually the matchup on the weekend. Uh, they both scored really well last week. Uh, Dewey scored close to 90 and Pong scored 72. Mahavs, I had Cleary play last night, who only scored 45. So I think as soon as Nico comes back, I might be jumping off the Cleary bandwagon. And I've got Walker playing against the Warriors, who's projected to score 71. Yep, i got Walker on my bench as well. I've got Cleary as well, who scored 45. He was one of the players that really hurt me last night. Uh, I, I don't know what's happened to his super coach points to start the season. I think he got a bit unlucky. Some players juggled the ball over the line. Uh, yeah, I, I just think he's going to pick it up in the season. He might go down in price in these price things, but he, he, he'll come back. Yeah, He'll start scoring hard. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I've gone uh, my second row. IPAP, uh, Elias Katoa, and Jermaine Hopgood. Is my, Jermaine Hopgood's my captain this week. Because I feel like if a player, right, what is he, 290 or something? He's two. Can I have his price? Hopgood, 298. Yeah. 298, scoring 100 in base stats. Give me that captain every single day, bro. I don't think I've ever considered a 298. I don't think I've ever gone, yeah, I'm going to captain it. Oh, you captain Harry Grant, didn't you? Yeah, I captain Harry Grant, but I, I severely... I, I was like, hot, oh, good, maybe. No, I'm, I'm, well, the guy I matched up against in the public league as well has gone him, so... I mean, we'll, we'll see how it does. We'll see how it does tonight, eh? It's <laughs> not too far away now. But I've yeah. got, to me, which is an absolute stack second roll thing, but Cam Murray let me down. He got 45. But uh, I think, like I said, long-term, he's going to be fine. But Thank Cam- you, Cameron. Thank you. Cam Murray, Teague Wilton, Jermaine Hopgood with Dave Fafita and Josh Schuster as my reserves. I've got Preston in there, but Schuster and Fafita are obviously going to be the reserves. Yeah. Oh, well, Fafita might start some weeks and Hopgood or Wilton or Murray will become the reserve. It just depends on who plays first. Yep. And Schuster will be there as well. So. Uh, my starting front row, I've got Big Nelson and Stefano. It's a big uh, week for old Nelson here. <laughs> Really need to see something out of you, mate. He did score close to 50 last week. Coming up against a very good pack. So I think he could actually spaz. I reckon he could score 70 this week. I think he could too. And I've gone cheese at hooker and I had Sonny Luke last night who got me 23. Not bad, just a reserve. But I think I think he played awesome. His, his score didn't really reflect. But he's only, what, 200 and something K, 234. So, yeah, he, he's knocked out his break even pretty easily. And I will be keeping Sonny Luke to make a bit of cash. 
Well, I have Ruben Cotter and Stefano as my props. Yeah, so we both got Stefano. I think St- well, Stefano, Stefano could have scored 50 last week. Stefano's going to go up in price. Uh, he's yeah. playing about 50 minutes. His break-even's 23. His break-even's 23, so he's, he's going to get money. He scored regardless. 38 last week, I so he was already over. Kepi on the bench and Franklin Pelé. Franklin Pelé only played eight minutes or something. something and made like that. I think he should play more this week. Kepi's in there. He's going to be playing a lot more minutes. He's obviously... the getting named as the starting lock this year, whether he starts or LA starts. I don't think it affects his minutes too much. Um, Harry Grant's my nine. I think he's almost a must-have. I've got the cheese at nine, and hopefully he gets that lock start. Yeah, I've got Sony Luke, who, again, 23, I reserved him. It's tough, especially when Murray I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it that much if Murray and Cleary scored like they usually do. But, um, no, it was a tough night for me yesterday. With with super coach, but yeah. hopefully we can pick it back up today. I've got Cotter and Holmes. Holmes projected to get ninety three, Cotter sixty eight. So I don't know how if they're going to end up getting that, but um, yeah, that's what I'm going with. What did, what did you score last night? Last night, Cam Murray forty uh, two hundred and something. You scored two hundred. Yeah, but I have I had Cam Murray, Sony Luke. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Read, read me out this. Read me out the scores. Read me out the scores. Taruva forty eight. Yeah, which I was very happy with. Toto sixty nine. Yeah. Uh, Cleary forty five. Yeah. Murray forty five. Yeah. And Sony Luke twenty three. So you scored two thirty. It's not good over the amount of players I had. Two. What did you have? Six players. Yep, something like that. So you had thirty eight per player. So I've got 137, I only had three. But Cleary and Murray are two major players in my team that yeah, should be scoring yeah. more. My round two projectors drop below 1,000. It's 997. Well, mine's 914. Like, I don't get it. It's because it's cause Cheese and that didn't... didn't uh, and it's because Hopgood isn't expected to score that much. Yeah, he's and 48. He's oh, man, he's going to score 200 for me. Yeah. Um. What else was I going to say? Yeah, this week I'm a bit hurt on my bench. I've I'm not planning on reserving Sonny Luke most of the season. He's just there for some cash. I will. If he keeps, I will. If he keeps playing it playing it up like that, then he listen, great. boys. Listen, boys. Okay. He great. But listen. It didn't translate to super coach. Listen. I'm not ready to reserve him every game yet. Let me preach right now. Okay. Keep Sonny Luke because there's no better option for a backup hooker than Sonny Luke. There's no point in getting rid of him. I'm not going to get rid of him. I'm just not going to play him as one of my four reserves. I know, but there'll be people that's trying to offload him no, to get some not. random... Just keep him. Just keep him. I reckon he could be up to 350, 400k by the end of the yep. year. Agree with you there. I've got to start Katoa this week, but once n- next week when Manly's back from the bye, I'm going to have Tommy, I'm going to have Shulka, <laughs> along with Dave Fafita and someone else on my bench. It'll be right. But yeah. this this week I'm taking a bit of a, a bit of a hit. As I said, the only move I've got planned really is if IPAP underperforms, I'll bring Fafita in. Yeah, that's literally it. I think. I'll and, that, and that's cheaper as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Probably save, save a bit of dosh. If Nico's playing next week, I'll bring him in. Yeah. Over Cleary, and I don't really have anything else. Talau out. Uh, Nate, I'm seriously considering Naden. Seriously considering Naden. <sighs> That's it for me, bro. And I'll bring Taruva in probably as well. So I've probably got two trades. Taruva and Fafita. Yeah, that's fair enough. Anything else, bro? Looking at the draw, I reckon we give an anytime try score off each game. Tonight? Each game. This round. Oh. Well, uh, Panthers, I'll go Crichton oh, and I mean, South, I go AJ. 
No, no, we, we've already, that game's already banned, bro. I don't know that. <laughs> now I look like a wizard, bro. Great, great pick. All right. Paramount of Sharks. Just pick one one for the game. One for the game? Yep. I'm going Sione Katoa. I think he'd definitely... Throw your money on Dylan Brown. Actually, don't throw your money on it. Just keep it in your head, Dylan Gamble, Brown. Gamble Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown. Put your house on Dylan Brown. But gamble responsibly. Broncos and Cowboys. Cohen Hess. We both, I've got Cohen Hess in my multi. We both like it. I... If I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna say Connors. But I think realistically, Oates or something's definitely yeah. gonna score. But oh wow, he's Hester's picked a winger. Oh, hot take. This is our main hot take. He's picked a winger. Hey, hey come on, it's realistic. But I, I'm saying, as a bit of value, Hess definitely. Yeah. Roosters Warriors. Um, I get Teddy. Actually, not. No. I'm gonna go. Egg Cossie. I'm going for an Adam Fennell Blake crash play. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. AFB crash play, bro. I've seen it as a Manly fan, but he's, he's been on the Warriors for a while. But look at that You're pack, bro. They're definitely going to try and roll through the middle. Next. 100% they roll through the middle. Dolphins Raiders. Uh, Hudson Young. Oh, no, he's matched up against Kafusi. Nah, Hudson Young. I got Hudson Young. I reckon... Oh, I reckon Osaka gets over. Again? Yeah. You reckon Osaka top try scorer this year? No. Okay. <laughs> like it fall <laughs> off on the Dolphins. I, I still don't think the Dolphins are going to be competitive this year. Regardless uh, of what yeah. they do. Yeah. Well, we saw the Knights last year. They beat the Fog the Roosters around one. Melbourne versus the Bulldogs. I don't want to say Warbrick because it's pretty easy to... Lock that one in. I'm going to go Alamotti first career try. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, who's, he up, who's he running up against? Uh, uh, the other center. It's not Tonopapia. It's Remus Smith. Yeah. Okay, Alamotti. Give me Jaram Hughes. Oh, okay. Through okay. the middle. Yeah, uh, they, uh, they 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 looked horrible inside the the second row. Yep. I think Hughes will just just run it through. Yep. Especially on that side, but DC just scored a hat trick. So, mm-hmm. Tigers Knights, Dane Laurie, yeah, Adam Dewey, Dane Laurie, Leichhardt Streak, mate. <laughs> Alrighty, seven from seven. Gone, Adam Dewey, and Dragons Titans. I've got two. Oh really? Yep. I'll go Zachy Lomax. I didn't go Jaden Sewer. Oh, actually, he's running no, he's yeah, running no, wait, Jayden, no, I'm yeah. gonna go Sully. Sorry, I thought Lomax was still on the right. Okay, I'm going Sully. I'm gonna go Jaden Sewer as one because I don't think Jaden Campbell's gonna defend it at six for ages. Yep. He made, he came on at six. He made the, one of the worst reads I've ever seen on that Adam Dewey to Dan three pass. <laughs> yep. And look, I, I rate Jaden Sullivan very highly, but. I think, I think Paul Bud Sullivan with Fafita running yeah. it. Full stain. I'm going bad Fafita there as well. Yeah. I can't, I'm actually keen for this Sharks Eels game. Watch my, my boy Hopgood. I, I am too. This is going to sound ridiculous. Are you going to stick around for it or you got to go? I got to go, man. You're a fraud. I have to. All right. All right, bro. But, um, yeah, this is going to sound ridiculous, but I'm actually excited to watch the Dragons and the Titans play. All right. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap it up yeah. there. 
Um, again, lads, enjoy this weekend of footy. We'll come back to you for the team list and round wrap-up on Tuesday. I can't believe it's already going to be two rounds down after how long we had to wait for this stupid comp to start. Um, Bro, if the comp didn't start this year and it was it was boycotted, I would have... Yeah, well, yeah, well, listen, I was saying the first time the Tigers are going to be competitive, they're going to boycott the comp, then they're going to get flogged round one after leading every single stat. So, basically, they beat the Knights at Wycott this week. Yeah. Because, you know... If they don't, it's, the season's it's, over. It's, it's a must-win game, round two. Good on you, Kenny. According to Interrupter. Good on you, Kenny. You flog. The season's over if you don't win round two, bro. Good on you, Kenty. Oi, Kenty. You're a flog, mate. What about that stupid thing about Bateman? Don't even get me started, bro. Don't even get me started. Good old. Gotta love hoops. So, basically, the Tigers win this week, and then they just boycott the comp. Yeah. Manly wins the title Look, four points. I, I know about as much as them about Bateman, but like come on. Are we really saying they're committing fraud to their fans right now? Like <laughs> seriously. No one knows the details about Heinz's yeah, injury. But, but why would you lie? That's why I don't understand. What, what is what the do point? What's the gain from it? Nothing. So they just say he's not injured and he just doesn't play because yep. he's injured. Yep. Either way he doesn't play. So you either, don't ask me, you bro. Confuse don't ask the me. fans as to why he's not playing when you say he's injured. Or just tell yeah, the well, truth. Well, well, you don't have anything to gain. He's been on the wrestle mats, mate. So, must be sweet. Yeah. But, well, I heard, I heard today that round four is basically when they're saying he's going to be back. Mate, season will be over by then. Yeah, true. We'll lose all three games. We're going to lose to the dogs next week as well. We'll be on three. No, um, you're going to be three and one, and Kenty will be there. Like, can't believe they lost round one to the Titans. Yeah, season's over, man. Season's lost to the away. Titans. Yeah. Can you believe that? <sighs> That that show is literally all propaganda and agendas, bro. It's. Uh, I want to jump on. What three sixty? Three sixty. Have your brain melt. <laughs> Only like Braith. I just man. argue with all of them the whole time. Only like Braith because I make talk. it interesting. Bro, all you would talk about is manly anyway. No, I talk about Connor Tracy as well. <laughs> all right, Connor Tracy. I don't Connor Tracy in my. Super coach shame. Just just for the just for vibes. What vibes? He's a waste. Just Actually he's vibes. playing tonight. He is. You can go trade for him now. Watch him come on Go trade for him time. now. Go trade well, for that, him. You now. know what? That's Jared's call. Are you gonna... I want to trace you to come on with like he's gonna play like twenty or thirty minutes and he's gonna score a try. Alright, bro. Or well, a try or a try assist, a try contribution. Connor Trace. Mark it down right now. No one's marking it down, bro. Bro, no one can mark it down. It's going out tomorrow. The game will be done. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> idiot, bro. All right. I got nothing else. No. Will Dave, either, Will Dave, I hope you listened to that last pod, bro. If you did, I'm coming for your head. <laughs> Fraud. See, Barab's voted against us as well in the 5-8s. Oh, yeah, he's, after, got, he's got an agenda, though. After you said that... He was like the loyal listener. Yeah. yeah, he's got an agenda, bro. Hang on, let's read out this guy's list. Because I'm actually interested to see if people still rate Kiri that highly. Like, I don't know if that's just the hater in me. But I really don't think he's a top 558 five, anymore. He was worth a million dollars a season after 2020. After 2019. Yeah. And he just... He had too many injuries. He just kind of fell off. Yeah. So... Anyway, boys, that's been the end. I, I hope you enjoyed our our New South Wales and Queensland predicted or not predicted. We'll put these up. We'll New put South these Wales up. Queensland squad. We'll put these up. We'll put these up. Um, 
yeah, let us know your thoughts, if you agree, if you disagree, uh, what you would do. Uh, I know there's going to be a few outlandish opinions out there, so yeah. I want to hear them. So uh, Yeah, there they'll be, mate. Yeah. Like, I'm only all car two on the bench. That is not an outlandish opinion, bro. Not for Manly fans, it is not that outlandish. Come on. Oh, good, bro. He was in talks last year. He was well, going. Hey, hey. Well, okay. He was going to play Origin last right. year. You think he picked, he's your boyfriend? He picked Tonga. Him and Connor Tracy. Both try scoring. Oh, okay, don't worry. Hamala's got the bye to contend with. Don't think he'd be scoring there, but... Anyway. What? It's just, just, just been, a bit, been a long podcast. You were talking, bro, not me. I'm just packing my stuff up. <laughs> All right, guys. Ready to roll. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Make sure to uh, go and follow us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram. All of that's in the link tree. And, uh, yeah, let us know uh, how you're doing in Supercoach, uh, if you think we're being stupid with our picks, or uh, if there's a smoky player that you want us to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's about it, mate. Got nothing else to say, bro. Stay blessed. We'll see you on for team list Wednesday, technically. Team list Tuesday. Enjoy the round, boys. Let us know what you think about our New South Wales, Queensland teams. New South Wales 3-0 this year if they sack Fred Fitler.